Ever wonder what makes some days better than others? Could it be how your mornings begin? If you could craft your perfect morning, what would that look like? What would that include? Tune in as we discuss our morning musts to set up your day for success. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast, hosted by Annalisa Rhodes and Cynthia Facara, two professional women bringing you over 20 years experience as top performers, top earners, and leaders in the male-dominant medical device industry. Grounded in grit, our mission is to be ambassadors for professional women in the medical device sales industry, helping them tap into their potential, magnify their mindset, and escalate their careers by providing real-world, everyday scenarios, struggles, and solutions. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast. It's time to dig in. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Lisa. I am so excited to be sitting next to you for the first time since uh, in a long time of recording these episodes. It's just so nice to see your bright, smiling face this morning. Oh, it's just so fun. It's so different. I wish we could do this all the time, but absolutely a good time to talk about our mornings. Yes, absolutely. And you know, it's funny that you say that. So you and I were talking about this and this is why we think this episode is so important is You know, I love to say that I get up every morning at 445 and I go for my run and I get all my stuff done before my day really starts if I'm not hopping in the car to go to a case, but I don't always do that. And you're really good, Cindy, about really staying on track no matter what, getting up and getting done what makes you feel the best to set up your day for success. Thank you. And you know, um... I really do try not to say that there aren't times where the phone does ring and set my day off. But I think that being said is that then that becomes an outlier. You know, um, I think that I have learned over the years that if I start my day on offense, meaning the way I want it to start before I have to do the demands of my job and everybody else, family, kids and Mm -hmm. responsibilities, for some reason, I just seem to take it better. I'm calmer. Um, I'm more relaxed and focused. I don't feel that pressure of, wait, you're asking me to do something this minute, but I really needed to do this first. So it, it almost kind of became, I would, you know, set my alarm five minutes earlier, five minutes earlier. And I, we've discussed before in previous episodes, how much you and I love to exercise. Yep. And my personal experience, if I don't do it in the morning. Yeah. It doesn't get done. It doesn't get done. Yeah. I agree. No, I agree. Because you can't control the rest of the day. I mean, you know, yes, in this industry, a lot of things are unpredictable. I mean, your phone absolutely will ring at 2 a.m. sometimes or 5 a.m. or 8 a.m. or, you know, in the middle of when maybe you are trying to do something for yourself as in a run. So, you know, I think that us talking about these morning musts, which, by the way, I love that moniker that you created. Uh, I think it's very fantastic because it is a must. And whether or not you have an extra hour, like 5 to 6 a.m. to get all this done, or you have five minutes, let's talk about what we think is important, Cindy, just to set up that day for success. Absolutely. And the musts are what you make of them. And that's why um, 
ultimately, we're really kind of talking about a morning routine. And there's a lot of books out there, a lot of research. In fact, I liked what um, CNBC had summarized and quoted, past research has shown that a consistent morning routine can reduce stress, boost energy levels, and produce productivity at work. And I think that really summarizes. Oh, yeah. And the question is, how do you fit it in to do what works for you? Yep. And that's why we call it the musts, because it's just whatever we must do to make ourselves feel better and be successful. So we have both read a book that many of you may have heard of. It's called The 5 a.m. Club. Yep. It is written by Robin Sharma. And it, it really kind of integrates what CNBC is saying. And ultimately, if you have an extra hour, which Maybe you only do this on a Saturday. Um, if you get up at 5 a.m. every day mm -hmm. and you give yourself that first hour, uh -huh. that there's research that shows you can really benefit from that. Yeah. So one thing about this, two things that I really want to point out about this book. Breaks down the hour into 20 minutes, three 20-minute sections. It talks about 20 minutes of movement, 20 minutes of reflection, 20 minutes of growth and education are the categories that Robin Sharma discusses. But I think the second part to this is so key. Uh -huh. And he talks that you must pass through 66 days for your brain to adapt that habit as a routine. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's interesting because sometimes it's really hard to make yourself do something. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, have you ever experienced that where then suddenly it's like habit and you yeah. don't think about it anymore? Absolutely. I mean, I did used to get up really early in the mornings to go for runs you know, on the days that I knew I wasn't hopping in the car at 5 a.m. And, you know, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking, I'm sure that a lot of people out there are like, well, I don't have 5 to 6 a.m. sometimes. So, you know, yes, we could, let's talk about that with the 2020, but let's also talk about maybe the 30 second, 30 second, 30 second too, <laughs> because I think you can still put these into practice, even if you only have that five minutes while you're waiting for your coffee to brew before you grab your keys and you're out the door by 5 a.m., to drive, you know, two hours to a case or 6 a.m. before the kids get up and, you know, everything needs to start happening. So let's talk about that. A hundred percent. And I think that, you know, um, I love breaking things down in threes, as you know. Yep. So the three things that we really think we can hone in on what Lisa and I have discussed really work for us is kind of in line with that same book is exercise. Mm -hmm. And our second one we're going to discuss is meditation. And the third one is education slash journaling, growth, reading. Um, so if you think about it, we're going to kind of break this down into number one, how you fuel your brain. Yeah. So we start with exercise, mm -hmm. we fuel your brain, we meditate where we rest and restore the brain, allow mm -hmm. it to have some space, and then third, stimulating it. And if you get in a routine of 30 seconds of each yeah. um, during your day, you can really see a result. So Absolutely. Let's, let's start with exercise. My favorite subject, Cindy, my favorite. <laughs> so yes, of course, we love, we both love to run. We both love to exercise and getting a nice 45 minute jog in would be fantastic every morning, but that's not reality. Um, so, you know, I will say, <laughs> sounds really silly, but um, some mornings while the coffee is brewing, I will, I will stretch or I'll do air squats or, you know, I don't know. Sometimes in a random morning, I might do some push-ups. So hopefully I don't Drop get caught by 20, anybody. Lisa. Drop and give you 20. Exactly. <laughs> My kids haven't caught me doing that yet, though. I, I will be embarrassed if they do. But, um, you know, anything to get that blood pumping. And I think that's really important you mentioned that because, 
you know, then the endorphins start kicking in, your brain's fueling up, you're waking your body up. Um, and, and it's just like, it's a quick thing, right? Or is it a long, nice 20, 30 minute brisk walk outside smelling the nice morning, you know, air with the birds chirping and all that? I, I don't know if you can do that in your neighborhoods, but that would be fantastic. The benefits of exercise just are endless. And, they are. and, and if you yeah. just think about the basics where you're just going to pump more oxygen through your body to your brain, because, you know, if you're starting the work day, you got to make sure that brain's ready to think and be good and smart and pay attention. Yeah. And it's, it's unbelievable that how exercise can produce that adrenaline that gets you running and focused. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great point. It actually does help you focus. I'm really glad you said that. That's so true. It just kind of, and, and, you know, sometimes if you're, if you can get a run in, I'll think about my day, I'll think about my week. What do I have on my to-do list that I need to contact this doctor or this hospital or get this PO, or do I need to order product for this case? You know, all of those things will run through my mind and I'm literally checking them into a to-do list so that when I'm done and I'm at home, it gets done. I think clear. I yeah. think it just, I've come up with some of great ideas. I've yeah. come home and said to my husband, okay, I think I know how I want to design this like back deck thing. And he'll say, oh God, you just went on a run, you know, <laughs> but, but think That's about awesome. when you can apply that to work. That's so true. And no, so true. to your point, um, you know, we live in different States and so your climate in Florida yeah. allows you a lot more outside. Yeah. I'm in Virginia. So we have cold, cold, icy, rainy days in the winter. We have super hot days in the summer, so it doesn't always work. But to your point, it doesn't always have to be something the same every day. Um, we both are Peloton riders. Got oh, that yes. in my garage. Yes. There's so many different things you can do. And I think one of the most important things to help with consistency is to just do something. Good point. You, If you can't do a 45-minute run, okay, fine. So maybe the next day you're just doing a 10 minute Peloton great body point. weight Same. exercise, yep. but you did something. And minutes. then, you know, a day or two later, okay, you've got a busy work day. I can't do it today or doesn't fit for this time slot. I'll do it when I, I can, You're but right. you can't just say, well, I'm not going to do it at all because I can't do it every day. That's, that's a great a point. Big mistake. Consistency. Yeah. That's 66 days. Um, all right. So moving on, let's talk about meditation. Um, so, you know, sometimes when I think of meditation, I think of this yogi sitting you know, very peacefully with his eyes closed and he's been meditating for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's not me. I don't think I can quiet my brain for more than five minutes. And that's if I'm lucky. Um, I mean, I know that there's apps out there that help you meditate and Jay Shetty, uh, I love him. And I know that he at once was, a, uh, well, obviously he was a monk, but um, he's fantastic at meditation and I'm pretty sure he's got an app on it, but I know he talks about it in his podcast. Um, so, you know, there's ways to learn how to meditate, but maybe it's just silencing your brain. Maybe it's just sitting in the stillness, just being and just trying to quiet your brain. Um, this is not an easy one for me to do. I will admit. I agree with you. And, you know, when you just mentioned, you know, like I think of like a yogi in the meditations, but I'm jealous. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I, and, and I'm not to say that if I don't practice, I just said be consistent, right? Maybe if I take 66 days to figure this out, I can. Um, one yeah. thing I know about myself is that I, I am sort of ADD. I'm not, I'm not ADHD, but I get very distracted 
quickly. And so if I'm trying to still my mind, mm -hmm. I have five thoughts going through my mind at the same time. <laughs> um, I think it would very much benefit. I know this is something that I will continue to work on as I age and get better at meditating. And it was something you said that I think is key. What works for me currently mm -hmm. in my meditation state is trying to find space. Sometimes when I'm in the shower, I just kind of let the sound of the shower make me just think of nothing. Hmm. Um, sometimes that's my little bit of meditation. Again, like you know, we're kind of trying to come up with ways to think about how you can embrace important things that set your day up. Yeah. But maybe not at sitting down. That's a great point, though. I mean, everybody takes a shower. Well, I don't know if everyone gets up and takes a shower in the morning, but, you know, when you're doing that or washing your hands, maybe as, you know, or brushing your teeth, even meditate then just clear your mind and like just give it space to to not think maybe I don't know yeah it needs a little bit of space to just be quiet and reflect and rest like yeah. anything you you exercise you rest and um that leads us into I think going into the third part that we want to discuss about a, a must to do in the morning mm -hmm. is now stimulate that brain yeah you've got the blood flowing you're you're ready to focus you've calmed and rested and now what is it that you need to focus on and this is time for you to have a few minutes to read, to educate. So this may sound silly, but, you know, think about educating. Um, just to kind of paint a picture, if you have a few minutes in the morning to read, it's very good for your brain. You could read, say, for work, if you um, are in a certain, you know, certain specialty and you know there was a new um, article coming out, you can research just to keep up on something quick. Yes. But you can also use this for like news events yep, and yeah. what's going on. So when you go into your work that day, you can know when somebody mentions, oh, did you see what was happening in like another country? Right. That's a great, that's a great point. I, um, yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree with you. I actually, I think in my book, I write about that. Um, because you know, oftentimes you've got, I mean, you're dealing with all sorts of different customers and you know, some, guys love sports. Some women love sports. So now you, you know, if you're going to call on that customer that day, it's important that you caught up on all the sports news, especially if they're like a Patriots football fan or a Celtics basketball fan. I just mentioned Boston uh, because I love Boston, but, <laughs> but, um, but it's true. You know, I do listen to ESPN. Now I will listen in the car versus watch it at home. So if I'm up early in the morning and I've done my, you know, five minute coffee brew air squat, you know, <laughs> calm the brain when I get in the car and actually I do a little bit of calming the brain in the, in the car too, I'll turn on ESPN sports on the, on Sirius and listen to that. And then I'll also go to the news channels as well and listen to the news. And I think that's really important because, you know, we can sometimes get so wrapped up in our own field that we work in, as well as our own personal lives, that sometimes we forget that there's a whole world going on out there. And even though it, we may not care so much about one event, our customers might. Um, and especially if it's in another country and, you know, it affects them and their families over there. Absolutely. And just being more knowledgeable of what's going on in the world, you know, helps put perspective in what you're doing each day for one thing. Yeah. But, you know, and I, and I heard this in a podcast and I can't remember which one I listened to, but it really talked about how continuing your learning mm -hmm. helps with growth. So the more knowledge you have helps you grow and it just really opens that stimulation to be 
a sponge to information. And it just- That's a great point. It really helps you grow because if, you know, think about it, we're talking about starting your day in your business. And if you're in the car and you're going to your work day, you want to be knowledgeable on what you're doing, where you're going. And sometimes tiny little new facts spawn a, a great conversation. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's a great point. Gosh. Yeah, I agree with you. And there's nothing wrong with continuing to learn. I mean, you're not growing if you're not learning. Mm-hmm. And one other part when it comes to education, growth, learning is um, when we talked about reading is is journaling. So in some of these different books, you know, they talk about exercise, meditation, journaling. Mm-hmm. So tell me what journaling means to you, Lisa. Mm, I don't journal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shaking my head going, yeah, no, I don't journal. I make to-do lists. Those things are great because if I don't have a to-do list, I, you know, I tend to forget things very easily. I think it's just that I'm getting older, but, um, yeah, no, I don't journal. I I probably should journal. That's, that's yeah. So I'll admit that, but I do make really great to-do lists. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one thing that, um, I, I, I personally don't free write in a journal. I do know many psychologists talk about how healing that is. And if you have a very stressful day or you're trying to work through something and you're not sure how to figure it out, you can just take a piece of paper and just write what you're thinking. You can throw the paper away Um, or you can keep track and have a daily journal. I know that it has helped, helps people with anxiety. Um, That's a great point, Cindy. You're right. Or grief. Exactly. And just writing things down. Yes. We can talk about writing feelings down, but even if you just write ideas down, I think it does kind of help organize or take a little pressure off you. So the only thing that I would say what I journaling is I started this years ago Mm -hmm. and I literally write three things I'm thankful for every single day. Oh, wow. And I do it pen to paper. That's really awesome. No time at all. And I do believe that gratitude can change your attitude for the better. I love it. I love as, your little sayings. <laughs> as there are moments that I have found where I get really stressed and if I, I get really wrapped up in the moment and if I just step back and realize, is this really that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things? And when you realize that I am worked up on a work problem, but wait a minute, look at how how great my life is. Look at how good I have That's it. Such my children are healthy. Yeah. I have a roof over my head. Yeah. I have a job. Yeah. I'm just trying to work through a little kink at the moment. So it's such a great point. Sometimes Cindy. grounding yourself in in thinking about what's important. Then I start that day and it's I'll have a work problem come at me, but I've already thought about all the things that are really that good in my life. For. You know what? That's a really great point. I de- I definitely need to start doing that because I can get caught up and the whole work problem, get so overwhelmed with it, get really upset about it when honestly, I need to sit back and maybe calm my mind and think about, you know, look, let's maybe just count off the things that I should be grateful for. And then maybe it will help me solve that problem a little bit better, handle it a little bit wiser. And again, 66 days yeah. of, yeah. of con- you know, just doing it where it becomes natural and habit will, will just help you be a little more I don't know, focused. So I really think that these musts, and we say must because <clears throat> they've been proven yep. in, in these areas, exercise, meditation, journaling, growth, reading, um, all do benefit you as an overall person. So if you think about making yourself better as a whole, you'll be so much better at your job. I agree. No, I agree. You're right. And that's really exciting. actually. And squeezing in. I love when you're talking about air squats because all I could do is picture. So I have very thick hair, very thick hair. 
and I will dry my hair and it feels like it's forever in the morning. So honestly, I could sit there and do air squats or <laughs> leg lifts or balance, you know, anything because there's so much time in that. That's and, kind of funny. And it does make me laugh. Although I did get this awesome hair dryer and that time has, has cut back a bit. So, um, but the, the little things that you said, you know, air squats when you're getting your coffee, maybe that's your exercise mm-hmm. or stretching, having driving or stretching, driving when you're getting that education time, yeah. showering when you have a little bit of reflection calm your mind space time that that's not 20 minutes no. of each each day no it's not it could be five minutes but you've done what you must do yes. to make your body be the best for you I agree with you and you're setting up your day or your week for success and if you can continue to do this for that 66 day period I really truly think it probably will just come naturally and it'll just start happening and you won't even think about it and then you'll probably want to do even more of it Absolutely. And you know what else? I think that, so for instance, some people get really hung up on the time. Like 5 a.m. sounds really late. Like if you set your alarm for 4.59 uh-huh. or 5, like that sounds really, really different. <laughs> and you know, I think that it's, it's kind of tricking your mind. Um, instead of thinking of the number, you just, you just do the habit and yeah. you just do it. So yeah. You know, the, the 5.30 Pilates class, I leave at 5.15, so I have to get up at 4.45. And for, I can remember when I first started that, it's only one day a week that that's that time that I can make it. Almost every week I can make it, maybe not. But um, the night before, it used to be, oh my gosh, I have to get up at 4.45. Now it's like, oh, I just have to get up at 4.45. Yep. It's it's a really, it really happens after time. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it. Yeah, that's really a good don't. point. No, it's a good point. And actually, your body probably just wakes up anyhow because you get that circadian rhythm changed. So before you know it, you might even be waking up before your alarm clock goes off. I know. So I, I hope everybody listening out there has an idea of like what things they like in the morning, what things help them. Some people, it's just, I absolutely must have a hot cup of coffee uh-huh. before the children pounce on me. Right. You know, I mean, then you start your day in offense versus defense. Like Mm -hmm. you don't want your kid to wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that can be considered meditation too, while you're sitting there having your coffee. It could be that meditation. But I, but we do think that these three things are quite important to really set that day up for success. Uh, Whether it's you you do get the full hour or you just get five minutes. Um, We really think that exercise, meditation and journaling or educating yourself every single morning is really important. Yes. And if you wanted to um, look into this more, we mentioned the 5am club because she and I both have read the book, but I know there's other ones out there like Miracle Morning that's written by Hal Elrod. Atomic Habits is by um, James Clear. There's one called Make Your Bed. That is William H. McRaven. And one book that I I just love this title. This is a really good book. Uh, What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. That is written by Laura uh, Vanderkam. Yeah. So if you're looking for things like you, you looked into that. You read that book too, right? I did. Yeah. Well, it's an audio book. And actually there's like three audio books in one, um, which I'm in the middle of. And the first one is What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. And then to start their day product. Uh, to have more productivity and then what the most successful people do on the weekend to recharge and prepare for a great week. I need that. (laughs) And what the most successful people do at work to accomplish more in less time, which I think we probably all need that, you know? So what a, that's a fantastic audio book. And 
I drive a lot, so audios are great. So there's some great suggestions. If you're thinking about how can I now approach my day on offense? How can I incorporate these musts that I need? And I guarantee you will feel better and start to see a difference in your productivity for work because it absolutely has worked for me. So true, Cindy. And I think I'm still a work in progress. So if you've ever wondered, you know, why is why was yesterday better than today? Or why was last week? I was so productive last week. What did I do differently last week than I'm doing today or this week? Um, you know, are you are you always playing catch up? Um, or do you just feel like there's not enough hours in the day? Well, I hope we've inspired you even a little bit today on how to make some days better than others. So our call to action for you this week is this. Number one, pick your musts. Pick the musts that work for you in the morning to get you started on offense for a great day. Number two, commit to this for more than a couple days. It needs a couple of weeks. And then number three, watch the progress. Email us. Let us know how it goes. We're very excited for you to experience how a good start to your morning can give you a better start and setup for the day and ultimately a greater impact on your business. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of The Girls of Grit. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All you need is a little bit of grit to be your best today and build for tomorrow. Find us on Instagram at The Girls of Grit, our website, thegirlsofgrit.com, and LinkedIn, The Girls of Grit.